Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. I've had sex with 35 guys. Okay? <laughs> Whew. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Impressive isn't Whew. the word. So if I'm judged for Anybody having... Anybody else need a shot of this? If I'm judged for having great taste... We are in the bar, so help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we got this for the next hour. Whew. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay. And the young lady that's stopping by for a conversation and a drink today is a former college soccer star. She's unapologetically a social media influencer, reality TV star personality, popular fitness model, model, actress, mother, author, businesswoman, entrepreneur, Brittany Nicole Renner. Oh my gosh, what a... You like that That's intro? intro. Did, did I leave anything? Is there something you'd like to add? No, that was amazing. So how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Why are you nervous? You've done so well, many of these interviews. Well, I feel like you're easily one of the most influential people I've sat down with. And there's a lot of clowns with mics. Mm -hmm. And I respect what you have going on. Club Shay Shay, I'm a fan. Thank you. So yeah, I'm just really nervous. I know you're going to ask me some great questions. Today. I'm going to ask you some unbelievable questions. Okay. But before we get started, I'd like to have a toast. This is my very own... Cognac, I'm going to send you home with a bottle, or I have a bottle sent to sent you. Sent to me, yeah. Sent to you, because okay. you can't take a word on the plane. What are we toasting? Uh, what would you like to toast to? True love, always. <laughs> to true love, uh, congratulations on all your success moving forward. Hopefully, everything that you prayed for, you wished for, come Hallelujah. true in the very, very near future. To all the best, Brittany. Oh, that's like, I think, a millennial thing. Oh, that's good. 
You that type of woman? What? I was thinking we know we like periodically we you know toasty you know to have a little swig. I didn't know oh. you were gonna take it all the way to the dome like no, that. No, come on now. So I'm straight to the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Club Shay Shay. Thank you. Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay. I mean, this Club was a, a large undertaking okay. uh, to actually get you here because uh, when I reached out originally, I didn't think you was going to be open or receptive to an opportunity to play in, appearing on Club Shay Shay. Why not? Well, I mean, I've seen, I, I've seen, I don't really listen because I try not to listen. If it's someone that I would like to have on my show, I try not to listen to what they say because. I don't want them to try to sway me in the questions that I'm going to ask or the right. direction that we're going to take the interview in. So, But I've seen you on a lot of different podcasts mm. and none, none of them are quite similar to what kind of what I do. Yeah. And I would say that I'm really different depending on the platform and the people, okay. the energy, so the version that people give to me. It just roll the dice. You never know. I'm like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going okay. <laughs> Brittany Nicole Renner. Morning, Miss. Born in Mississippi. Born in Ohio. Born in Ohio. Moved to Mississippi at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Ocean Spring, Mississippi. Ocean Spring. So where is that close to? Jackson, Bahaley? It's about three hours from Jackson, about an hour from New Orleans. So okay. right on the Gulf. Coast. Oh, okay. So you're close. Mm -hmm. You're on the border. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what what was I mean, your you your siblings, brothers, sisters? Yeah, I have two brothers and one sister. And you fall where at in the in this mix? Well, I'm the way. oldest. You're the oldest. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what was what was Brittany Renner's childhood like? We're just getting straight to it. Another shot or no? Okay, we're just going <laughs> diving right in. Yeah, because I want to because I want I want to sit this up because I want to see how were you like this to there. I want to know the transformation that you went through, the metamorphosis that you went through in order to become what we see sitting here today. <clears throat> All right. Well, I was raised by my grandparents mm -hmm. from about nine years old up. Okay. There was a lot of family history that was very. Uh, Peculiar, I guess I can say, for lack of better words. So I was raised by my grandparents. I'm biracial, half black, mama white, daddy right. black, still that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was raised by my in Mississippi. Mom. That happened. That happened in Ohio. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so I originally lived in Ohio. We moved down to Mississippi. I lived with my grandparents. My grandparents white on my mom's side. Grew up very whitewashed, very sheltered. Um, soccer was my life from mm -hmm. fourth grade up, and I would say that. Um, I was just always been very sensitive to things. I've always wondered like, why am I wired this way? Why do I look at the world the way that I do? I wish I could turn off the feeling aspects. So I've always been a very deep feeler, mm -hmm. a deep thinker, even as a young person. So I would just say like sheltered, whitewashed, very strict dinner at 530. You can have a snack at uh, eight o'clock bed, nine, very strict. When you say you were reared by your grandparents, what transpired that you you know you weren't with your mom and dad? So my dad, um, he was an alcoholic. Okay. He's been sober for twelve years now. Right. So shout out to him. Right. Um, so he was going through that part of you know during that time. My mom, there were things I didn't know at, like growing up when mm -hmm. I was going through that. But mm -hmm. my mom, basically, my grandma was like, "You're not stable. I'm gonna just go ahead and raise them." Right. So she just kind of took us from yes, my mom yes, yes. so she just that's took a southern a, thing yeah well and she yeah that's, so that's what she did mm -hmm. um so it wasn't really fair to my mom but it was probably what was i mean it was what's best for us that's what happened so you know they gave us that stability and that structure that we really needed as kids okay so the relationship was there any resentment that your grandmother took you from 
I mean, I don't want to sound harsh, but, but she's they, dead. It was that resentment growing up that you're with your grandmother and your mom is over here and you're not with her. Was there any resentment on either side? Your mom let this happen or your grandma made this happen? Well, I didn't have this awareness as a child. When I was about 26 years old, I kind of got the whole story as to how everything transpired and why things were the way that they were okay. and some of our family secrets as well. But no, I think there was always that longing to, you know, that I called it the burden of unconditional love. Right. Where I yearned for my mom just like I yearned for my dad when my dad was in jail I used to write him letters so there was always that longing for my actual parents and mm -hmm. it was hard connecting with my grandparents at times because they were so old school they couldn't they didn't really understand a lot of things and they had such a tight leash on us you know mm -hmm. is that why you rebelled is it because it was <laughs> such a tight leash mm. I mean, I didn't really do anything. Well, it sounds crazy now. I was just, you know, eighth grade drinking hypnotic, you know, right. sneaking out, TPing houses, uh, just normal stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to, I was very curious. I'm a very curious person. So yeah, I just wanted a little bit of room to breathe right. and we weren't really given that. Did you understand that you were different because you were biracial? Because I'm, I'm assuming there are not a whole lot of biracial kids in Mississippi. No, there's definitely, at the school I went to, Ocean Springs, there were not even a lot of just black people in general at our school. It was like a little huddle of us. And so who did you click up with? I mean, I played soccer. Right. So, so yeah. I mean, that, now I will say that, you know, I linked with the tokens, you know, all okay. the tokens, we linked up together on right. the soccer team and stuff, but uh, mainly white girls is who I played mm -hmm. with, you know. But yeah, my best friends are black, so. Right. So, yeah. So what was Brit in middle school and high school? What was Brittany Renner like? Were you were you like that it girl? Like I ain't got time for you. Were you like okay, I'm cool, yeah, I'm popular, but I'm cool, I'm down to earth. Did you pick on people? What was what what were you what were you like? Well, I had a bully in middle school. I'll never forget her and how she made me feel. I went to the guidance counselor about her multiple times. So I had a bully. So that's why I hate bullies now. And I bully bullies because I cannot stand people who pick on others because I went through that. I felt very overlooked. I don't really feel like that. I was that beautiful when I was in middle school. I've always had like struggled with my skin, with acne, mm -hmm. uh, hyperpigmentation. So I felt very looked over and it wasn't really until I got to high school where I kind of got like a little right. shape. Right, right, right. It's like attention for the wrong reason. Right. So, I mean, so you I, grew into this body. Yes, but it still, even in high school, still wasn't like a super focal point. It right. wasn't probably until more college, you know, but I felt very invisible. So I think that's why for me, I've never... I've actually developed personality and social skills because I haven't been beautiful my entire life. So that's why, you know, I consider myself the people's darling mm -hmm. because I know how to talk to people. I can talk to anyone. Right. And that's what I did growing up. So when did boys become prevalent or when did you become interested in boys? Was this a high school thing, a high school thing or was it when you got to college? It, I guess in what way, like dating or just like Yes, interest? dating or were you like, I got it. Guys are really interested in me. Guys will buy me candy, flowers, take me out on dates, take me to, you That'd know, get nice. Yeah, um, I don't feel like I ever had my pick of the litter, though, not in high school. Again, I still, there were other girls, and again, I feel like, too, being like one of more of the minorities is like you're just looked over a lot. Right. And again, I don't feel like I grew into my looks until a little bit more so college, you know, okay. so more of a late bloomer. Okay. But. I mean, I remember practicing making out with the mirror when I was in middle school. You right. know, I, I think I had my first kiss at 
I don't know, maybe seventh or eighth grade. Right. Yeah, you know, so. And you're like, I like this. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I was just like, you know, I don't know. But, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I feel like guys, even in high school, still it still wasn't that much of a thing. I think, I, I mean, I had maybe one or two boyfriends. Mm -hmm. um, but that was kind of it. Nothing. Anything serious? Anything like, okay, you wearing his jacket, you wearing his Oh, I wish ring. I could have done that. Like, wear the, the Letterman. The Letterman jacket. Oh, yeah, no, I yeah. I never got to do that, and no. You, have, you, you know, you yeah, wore his jacket, wore his class ring. No. That wasn't a thing? No. The guy that I, my first boyfriend, he went to a different school. Oh, yeah. okay. So I, God knows even what he was doing then. He was only a year older than me. But um, that was actually in high school, the first and last time I ever cheated on anyone was when I was 16 years old. Mm -hmm. The guy that, the, my first boyfriend, he went away on a camping trip. I was feeling emotionally neglected. And so I invited Damn, him. Damn, he was gone for a day. Three he was days. gone for a couple of days on a, a camping trip with his family. Okay. And I was feeling neglected. You know, it wasn't, texting wasn't, I don't, I don't think it was super big back then. But um, so I invited a guy over and I kissed someone else. Three days later, so mind you, he comes back from the trip. He has this spray painted shirt for me that had a soccer ball on my name. Oh. He made me this bracelet that said V-Runner. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so, like I felt so guilty sick yeah. to my stomach. So three days later, I told him the truth. You told him? Absolutely. Take that to your grave. Never. Everything ain't meant to be told. Why not? If, be it, if it can be destroyed by the truth, it should be destroyed by the truth. No. That is not a way to live. A lie is okay if it will spare someone great harm or embarrassment. You're a cheater, huh? No, no, God! How did you deduce that? Because I'm trying to spare his feelings. Because He's liars strong. never prosper. You didn't lie. You told him the truth, but if had you not told him, a lie is not told unless it's spoken. You can lie by omission. No. That's leaving the truth out. That's still a lie. Did he ask you? No. He had no idea. There you go. Whoop! There it is. Whoop, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, you tell the truth. If it can be destroyed by the truth, it should be destroyed by the truth. Like, if my truth takes something away from me, I wasn't meant to have it to begin with. Well, you know he's emotionally scarred for life, probably. Yeah. Are you, are, are, are you, so you want that on your resume? Yeah. I'd rather wear the truth, yes. I want people to see me for what I am, whatever that looks like. I want everything on It's there. okay to be Don't seen Don't erase for what, anything off my resume. It is okay to also be seen for what you're not. Okay. I feel like you stretch no, before you read. No, no, no. You, you could have just, you didn't have to tell him. He went back. He deserved to know the truth. I would want to know the truth. If you kiss somebody else, you better fucking tell me. He done went and got you. He done spent his hard-earned money, got you a spray-tainted t-shirt. Oh, my God. It was so Brought cute. you a little bracelet, a trinket. Yep. And but you, I had to tell him the truth. And you broke his heart. Because telling the truth is an act of love. So when you really care about someone, you tell them the truth. Uh, when you care about yourself, you tell the truth. You, you, and I ain't you afraid could, of anybody. You, could, you loved him so much that you cheated. But anyway, we go, we gonna move on. We gonna move on. We I, gonna, no, 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 we gonna move 16. on. <laughs> Sixteen. Obviously, you're good at soccer. You get great. A, you're great at I soccer. I was great at soccer. Okay. Please. You get a scholarship to Jackson State. The Jackson. The State. Jackson State University. Okay. What was that experience like? Okay, you go to college. Obviously, now you're around. You know, you were clicked up with the other half. The other half. <laughs> and so now you at a place. It's all you. It was a culture shock. Okay. I found out about Lil Boosie, how to mow his swag, people, you know, hanging out on the plaza. And I really saw the camaraderie 
amongst black people yeah. that I was just like, there ain't nothing like this. Right. You know what I'm, I'm talking about we looking out for each other in right. classes and stuff. So there was nothing like Jackson State. Right. You know, but I like I said, I played soccer, so I was busy a lot. I didn't get to go to the homecoming and do a lot of different events because of the season, but right. it was a culture shock. Did you know about HBCUs prior to you going to one? No. Uh-uh. And honestly, like, my grades really weren't the best. Why? I, I, I hate school, but I love to learn. <laughs> well, that's oxymoronic. <laughs> well, that's what I am. I am an oxymoron. I am a juicy contradiction. Right. Like, I love Halloween, but I don't like scary movies. Okay. So you go to Jackson State, it's a culture <laughs> shock. All of a sudden, now you have to click up with the other half, the half that you weren't really necessarily not because you didn't want to, because you just probably I wasn't exposed more comfortable. to it. Right. Yeah. You felt more comfortable. And so now, how did the girls treat Brittany? Because you're different. I mean, you're, you know, you got paper bag skin. You're brown. <laughs> Are you sure we can't have one more shot? Sure. Oh, Jesus, help. Um, just a baby one. But wow, I've never had anyone ask me that question. <laughs> I honestly felt I felt accepted. You felt accepted. I did, yeah. Right. And what I will tell you, because I know this is like a it's a it's a popular topic. It's a it's a it's a really interesting question. Mm -hmm. When we were out on that field mm -hmm. playing against those, because there were a lot of HBCUs that had predominantly white players. Right. When those players were on the field calling us inward. Right. It wasn't half of me was enraged or, oh, that, that, the other half, that don't apply to me. Right. You know, I'm only half. Right. We're all fighting. Right. So that's why for me, it's like, whatever color my skin is, baby, let's go. Let's saddle up. Let's go. Because you're not going to talk to us like that. Right. So half or not. How was it soccer aside? You're not on the soccer field. You walk into class. You're in the student center or you're in the yard. I mean. What, so what would, how did the women, how would the women at Jackson State treat Britney? I felt very much accepted. I feel like black people are the most accepting people on mm -hmm. this planet. And if they don't accept you, it's because something's fucking off with you. <laughs> That's what I learned. Hey, I'm both, so I can say that. Right. Okay, uh, I've seen both sides. Right. And I feel like they're the most understanding, the most compassionate, the most accepting, the most open. I read that you led Jackson State to the first ever SWAC soccer championship in 2010. You won tournament MVP. And freshman of the year. And freshman of the year. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think about pursuing soccer professionally? Yeah, but love has always been my career. Oh, man. <laughs> you met a guy. The quarterback. Oh, man. And guess what? He was white. <laughs> Jackson, he, hold up, hold up. Time out, time out. Let me get a 20-second time out. You, you go to an HBCU. From at high school, you was clicked up with white. You go to an HBCU where they're like 99.9% are black. And you and you date the quarterback who's white. How the hell did that happen? It was, oh my God. Ooh, no more pink meat for me, but. <laughs> oh, Lord, that breath. See, Josh, show hope we got a show after this one. <laughs> You're funny. Oh, God, how did it happen? Yes. Fate. Fate? What? Fate? It was fate because <clears throat> um, it was literally like kind of like in passing. Right. 
we saw one another and I was just like, oh my gosh, she's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And that was kind of- Ain't no that. brothers beat him to the punch? There was a basketball player, he had green eyes, he was cute. But he wasn't on shit, he was, but you gotta, he was fucking one of the other J sets, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was a lot going on. Right. <laughs> so you and you and the you and the the, the, I tried quarter, the basketball player. You and the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Y'all date how long? Well, I do have to disclose that I was I was his side chick for ten months while we were at school because he had a girlfriend back at home. I had zero respect for myself back then. So we dated for about I think. So how did you find out he had that you were the oh, side he told piece? Me. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! So he tells you. That, I mean, at hey, the very beginning, he gave me the option. Again, telling the truth is an act of love. And you was like, okay. I was just like, at the time, I was like, so how do you feel? Like so, I do me. Did, so obviously, you didn't feel about yourself then the way you feel about yourself Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because I would never accept breadcrumbs. But okay. then I was just, anything I can get. Right. Like crumbs off the right. whatever, you know, that's how it was. Yeah. Was that because the yearning for affection from your dad or? Something did you were you missing something that you was willing to accept that over nothing? I would say, I mean, you know, looking back, of course, yeah, you know, I, I would say that's where it started. And I have a great relationship with my father now. I have very healthy male relationships in my life, and because I have that now, I do view men as a whole very differently. I move uh, even with dating very differently because I have these healthy bonds with men, you know, mm -hmm. these platonic relationships with men, these fam these family bonds with men. Yeah, so yeah, I think then I was just searching for that. And I thought the answer was outside of me. I thought it was gonna be solved with a man. So that's how I got myself in a bit of a pickle, but that's why I left Jackson State. I was in love. So when so you left when he left or yeah because he <laughs> I know he's like girl don't talk about me but well yeah, you didn't tell his he, name so but yeah, I'm assuming true. most people know who he is yeah the, well yeah and who gives a fuck fuck him but <laughs> it, yeah if he 50-50 with me I'm like I don't wanna fuck him yeah um, <laughs> but yeah <laughs> I had I played two seasons at Jackson State mm -hmm. and I left after that because he left he was gonna go into to the draft and I was like well I love you and I don't want to be without you. So I'm leaving school. So you gave up your potentially your career mm -hmm. in order to be with him while he pursued his career. Yeah. So how after he left after he left school, you dropped out of Jackson State. Mm -hmm. How long were you together with him after that? When I left in was it the end of 2011? We broke up uh, the summer of 2014. That's when I moved to LA. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So y'all together for a minute. Yeah, he's the reason I got into fitness, got my body together. He taught me everything I know about fitness. I can go into the gym and I know how to navigate, do what I need to do uh -huh. to, to, to get it done. So he taught me a lot about business, fitness, and we made a lot of money together. Right. You know, so that's why he was still a very important piece in that puzzle. Yeah. Did you, once you guys, did you think it was too late for you to pursue potential soccer again after you had left and been away from it? Well, there was a new coach that came in and he was like, hey, I, I really want you to come back on the team. Maybe you could just come back. You could redshirt red and then play, you know, the last year. Mm -hmm. um, I told him I wasn't interested in that. So I had the opportunity to at least finish out. Right. But I didn't want to. I was... Using love. It's, it's my love Achilles heel. Love is a thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And love, I haven't changed. You love hard. Mm -hmm. That's why I have to be careful. So let me ask you this. To your childhood, 
How difficult, your grandmother's very strict, how difficult was it to try to unlearn some of the things that she tried to instill? Because I still carry a lot of the things that my grandmother, my grandparents instilled in me, being from the South and they were very strict. I still carry some uh -huh. of that because I look at it as a form of discipline. And at the time, I like yourself, like, damn, why is it like this? Why do you have, why we can't do the X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. But as I've gotten older, I realized what they were trying to do. They were trying to put up guardrails and safeguards mm -hmm. to prevent me from doing things or prevent things from happening in my life that I didn't see at the time. Okay, so you're asking me what, what did I have to unlearn or how hard was it? How hard was it? I mean, I think it's just any person, any type of programming. It's going to take, if it took years to learn, it may take years to unlearn. So there were just things, again, even as a biracial person, I remember I, I read a book that it was, is it, I think it's called, is it me, is it you, or is it my skin color or something, but it, it explained a lot of the history between white right. and black women. So I think there's just certain things that you just have to educate yourself on. Right. And that just takes some research. Well, I've I, I just been reading this quote and I've seen it like 50,000 times. They say you only become, learn who you are once you've unlearned, once you've unlearned what you've been told. Mm, that's a bar. So, being biracial, mm -hmm. did, was there any stereotypes? Were there any like blacks or this or whites or that, knowing that half of you is this and half of you is that, so you have to be a certain way around this class, this race of people and a certain way around that race of people. And although like you can, I mean, theoretically, I mean, I don't know if you could, you could, you could get away with saying the N word or you black mofo or well, you know, things of that nature. So how hard was it for you to like, because you have to like, okay, I'm over here with you guys. Okay, no, I'm back over here with you guys. I mean, there's a lot of stereotypes that are true. <laughs> okay, like? Hey, you know. No, I don't I know. Ain't gonna say. I don't know. Nothing. You know. Tell me. I ain't going to tell you. Oh, hold on. My audience, my audience has never seen you before. Well, you ain't, you ain't still didn't give me that quote. I will give it to you. Go no. Ahead. So, I see what you're trying to do. No. No, let's, let's, let's have yeah. let, Let's have Let's have one. What are we toasting to? We Can told, you toast us up? Oh, yeah. no, you did toast us up. Yeah, you're so yeah. on you now. Um, you killed, well, dang him. You, every time every you time, true every love, time, if, if every you, time. Are you really looking for love? I'm not looking for love. I'm prepared for love. Okay. So <laughs> clink, clink. Brittany finding love. <laughs> love finding Brittany. <laughs> okay, well. Hmm. That was a sip that time. It's good. Missis, Mississippi, I don't, when I think of Mississippi, I'm from rural South Georgia. I was about to say, not too much. No. But we know I, you're a country boy. <laughs> I am, I am, like a corn cob at our house. I don't see any, any similarities between rural South Georgia, Mississippi, and LA. So how hard was it for you? Like LA, Mississippi, ain't no. nothing in common. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Dirty. Disrespectful. I mean, it was another, again, another culture shock. Right. Especially when you're in the South too. Everybody speaks to one another. Yes, yes. I think that was like the biggest thing. I was like, why is everyone so rude? Or everyone's, you know, everyone's going nowhere fast. Right. These cars and honking and beeping. I think getting on the freeway was one of the scariest things when I moved to LA. I was just like, you know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really hard because I didn't realize how much it was like a doggy dog, like people looking out for themselves. That was very new to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially after years being on travel teams, the college team, having that type of sisterhood and camaraderie to where like every person is for themselves. That right. was weird. That was right. really weird. And right. it's still weird to this day. And I'm 31. Mm -hmm. So when you say like, because I agree, 
it was always yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Yeah. You hold the door for someone. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey, how you doing today? And now people look at you like, and so now I've kind of yeah. like desensitized to that. Hey, get the door yourself. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, when after you after for so long, people looking at you like you crazy. Now, obviously, yeah. people speak to me because they they recognize. Oh, hey, because I think sometimes a lot of people will recognize who I am. But for the most part, if people don't recognize who you are, they're just not saying hello. No. Just to a total stranger. No, 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 no. They're definitely not. Definitely just don't exist or entitled that you held the door. Did you know you was always going to move to L.A. or did you always want to leave Mississippi? I didn't always know that. I just followed my heart, brought me to Michigan. That's where I lived for a little bit. I okay. lived in Wyoming, Michigan. And I actually had a cover shoot for this magazine. We won't say I had a cover shoot then. And I came out here, went to like a house party, just really did it up when I came out here. And my first boyfriend and I, we broke up. There was just a lot of insecurities, a lot of you know what I'm saying, but um, no, I don't know what you're saying. Cause you didn't say anything. <laughs> okay, is this how you want to play? No, I'm just. You no, asked me to, but you said I'm... I know what you're saying. I would know what you were saying if you had said something. But since you didn't say anything, so no, I don't know what you're saying. Um, I feel like in that in my first relationship, I thought that the only thing a guy could do is you know that was unhealthy or you know one of the only problems that you could have in a relationship is getting cheated on. Right. So I was very open to opening up the relationship, if you will. I know. L.A. did that to you? No, that was before. Oh, you? Too much, too much love and hip hop. We were watching Joe Budden and Kaylin Garcia at the time. Yeah, and I was just like, maybe he'll only, he won't have to worry about other girls if I let him f other girls. Oh my God. I'm talking about naive. <sighs> Poor thing. But, um. That didn't go, that wasn't going on when I was a kid. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I, I bought 30 years too early. <laughs> I missed I miss the gold. They talk about the gold in there. I missed that era. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I ended up breaking up with that guy. Right. And I didn't go back to get any of my stuff in Michigan. And I moved to LA. Right. Literally, it was like two other Instagram girls. I won't say their name. But uh, two other Instagram girls who lived with this photographer in a studio in downtown LA. Right. We had like bunk beds. I would, I, you know what? I would have thought like Mississippi, like you'd have went like kind of like south and a little north to Atlanta. Yeah. No. No? I don't like Atlanta like that. No. Whoa, whoa, how going you going not on. like the A? Too much going on. And it's busy as hell. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's really nice. Sip, <laughs> sip. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what were your plans when you came to LA? What did you want to be? What was, I mean, you had dropped out of school. So, obviously, so when you were at Jackson State, what were you studying to be? What was, your, what was going to be your major? I don't even know. Pre-dental. It could have been something stupid. I don't know. So you was major I just took classes so I could play soccer. So you majored in eligibility. <laughs> so basically, I just want to stay on the soccer team. Yes, absolutely. So when you get to L.A., so what did you... Okay, because you say your, your, your ex, he, he taught you fitness, he taught you how yeah, to... Yeah, so make... I had a big following. Okay. So that's what you were going to be. I didn't have a plan. I just came out here like, I'm beautiful. I'm young. I got all these followers. There's two other girls in the bunk, get bunk beds that were all here. I don't know what we're chasing, but we're here. Right. Brand deals. Like, that's how I was getting money was brand deals. Right. So it's like you can, I mean, I was 22 when I moved here. Right. So I was moving around, spending money, being able to do what right. I could, wanted to do because I was getting money from brand deals. When did so you, that's how I was make, making my way. When did you realize you was like that? 
when I was like that. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Uh, I don't even know what was like that aha moment because I feel like I had a lot of access at a very young age right. to people that I never thought would know my name. Right. So it was kind of like living in Disneyland. I'm like, oh my God, like I couldn't get enough. So I don't know, probably when I moved out to LA, just being 22, 23. And because, uh, Coach Prime, you know Coach Prime was a former coach at Jackson State. He had you speaking to his guys, and you said that I've got more checks in my DM than Nike. Mm -hmm. So is that how it started? That's when you knew, like, damn, man, look at my inbox. My inbox running over. I mean, I think that was definitely a part of it. I think just being able to literally and figuratively skip the line and get paid to do, like stand in front of a movie poster and post it on your page. It right. was it was quick money. Like, it, 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 I don't know, it, it was the access, it was the money, it was the men. I mean, again, people like to judge. You like men, don't you? Well, yeah, I mean, I like what well, I like my love men. That's, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I mean, you, I, I mean, like, I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm being patient for my husband. I mean, I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs, flicking the bean, just waiting on a real man, you know? <laughs> a real man. Give me Brittany Renner's idea of a, if, if, if someone says, okay, draw your real man and then give me the attributes in which you want him to possess. Okay, let me pull out the parchment. <clears throat> okay. So, first things first. Honest. Okay. He's honest. He's adventurous. Mm -hmm. He's affectionate. Mm -hmm. That's something not a lot of people are naturally. Mm -hmm. He is respectful. Mm -hmm. He is curious about the life around him and he's committed to himself. I would say those are probably the core values that I'm thinking of. Someone who is, um, <sighs> that believes in true love. True love. Mm -hmm. That's what you're looking for. Storybook, I mean, is, is, is true love, is it something that you've read or is it something that you've experienced and you know what it's like? I can't say that I've ever experienced it necessarily just because I feel that I would be with that person, but it's always something that's been on my heart. And if it was put on my heart, it was for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's because it exists. Just like you're able to manifest the way that you are because it's put on there for you to mm -hmm. materialize. Right. Same here. I think a lot of people think that it's not going to happen for me because of the way that I carry myself or different versions of me that they're stuck on, but it's on my heart for a reason. That's why I've had to experience the flip side of the coin, the darker side of the coin where I've had a lot of heartbreak and disappointments because how else would I appreciate true love when right. it comes to me? Because I've had everything come to me so easy, even with soccer. Right. I didn't have to practice. I was good. I'm good, great. I mean, that's just what it was. I didn't have to. That's what it was. So it's like when you don't know the value of anything because things come to you so naturally because you're beautiful, because your body, the followers, the social media, the notoriety, you don't value shit. Right. So that's why I think for me. This so you didn't have an appreciation of anything? No. Because I could get whatever I want. So going through some of the stuff I went through the last couple of years, I've really got to see what I've made of. When you were at Jackson State, were you in a sorority? No. My grades weren't good enough. <laughs> Damn, Britt. Did. I mean, so you you were just at, you were just at college kicking it. I mean, I wouldn't even say. Well, I was shacked up. I was playing like like house. You were shacked in college. Mm-hmm. In the Palisades, people at Jackson know there where that is. Palisades. Mm-hmm. Playing house. 
<laughs> Your grandmother would be so disappointed. I mean, she was alive when that happened. And what was she gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that's what I'm saying. She's gonna be disappointed because she's gonna say, Brittany, I, I raised you better than that. Or at least I thought I did. Honestly, no, 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 go ahead. No, no, no. Honesty. Honesty is the key. Honesty is the best I'm policy. Not even, I don't really my grandma said she never stuck. So I'm not even really looking oh, to take Lord, advice from her. Come on. She don't she ain't experienced life. You gonna put granny out there like that? Truth is truth. So I'm not really listening to her. <laughs> so when Dion asked you to come back and speak to the kids, to the to his team, the young men at Jackson State, did you prepare to like, okay, I'm gonna touch on this, this, and this, or you just went up there and let it flow from the heart? <clears throat> well, I, originally I just wanted tickets to the game. I think it was a homecoming game or something. And he's like, no, I want you to speak to my team. So in my mind, I was just like, okay, I don't really know what, I don't know what about. I guess right. he said the game of life. Right. And I'm curious because I know that you asked him about it. Did he ever get into detail about what we discussed? No. The, and you've never seen the footage, right? I saw some of the footage, but like I said, mm -hmm. I don't like, cause I'm I like, okay, one day I would like potentially for her to be on my podcast. Now, obviously okay. that was happened a couple of years ago. So I was going to let some time pass by yeah. before I ask for you to come on my, uh, um, on my show. So, but I didn't want, I didn't want to sway any of the questions that I could potentially ask. And okay. hopefully I'm trying to ask questions. I kind of, cause I've kind of seen and, and, and my researcher and my producer CJ, I think does a great job of making sure that we don't, we, we try not to touch on yeah. a whole lot of things that you've already spoken about. So that's why I wanted to start back from the beginning. I wanted okay. to Brittany, Nicole Renner. I want, hey, I'm, I'm taking it back. Yeah, I mean, I think what I didn't like about speaking at Jackson State is because the way that it was marketed was right. that I was a cautionary tale. tale. Oh, That's okay. not what, if you were to play back the whole footage, what am I warning you guys about? Because if I was a gold digger, I would be easily the dumbest one. I'd be the least successful one. Like I am not in a position to tell young men about gold diggers or what women do or, cause the friends that I have, they're not, not in this business. Mm -hmm. They are call center, nurses, work at a, a, a freaking um, enterprise. Mm -hmm. So when I, I didn't like that it made it seem like I'm coming in there and I'm telling you guys, hey, don't get got. That's not what happened. Okay. So. Well, tell, give us a brief synopsis. Okay, you get called he, and he said, guys, I'm bringing someone to in front of you today to speak to you that's gonna give you some 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 light, gonna give you some game. That's the way he likes you. He's like, I'm gonna give you game. And this person, um, although the package is is nicely bundled in a nice, neat, presentable package, you need to hear the message that she's going to say. So you walk up there and everybody like. That's exactly what it was. Oh, she like that. Boy, she like that. You got stop. <laughs> so now, you know what's going on. Hey, I mean, I can just imagine. Hell, if I'm an 18, 19 year old, someone like yourself walks in, I'm thinking the same thing these probably young men thinking. So now, I've got to set lustful thoughts aside yeah. and hear what you have to say. I think we did, Deanna and I did a great job kind of spitballing and he would, you know, help set up the questions mm -hmm. and different things he wanted me to answer. But 
what I shared was my experience and to not waste women's time because, you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. So, oh, really? But don't try to correlate. No, no, no. I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not a woman. So you're asking me. It's just the way, you know why you said it. You no, why, what you mean? Why, how, why I said it? How did I say it? Okay. We're going to leave Brittany, the undertone. No, 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 Brittany. No, no, Because no. you're like, oh, really? I'm, so you're familiar. No. I mean, I'm asking you. So this is new information. <laughs> is, that, is that what warrants Brittany, that response? Brittany. You're asking me as a man to speak to a situation that I would know nothing about considering that I'm not a woman. So I don't know what's going on. Because me, sure things have happened, but I have to move it along. I don't get the luxury of being able to be scornful and to lash out or to retaliate. If someone says, don't call me again, I don't have the luxury of calling you again because that is harassment. Shannon Sharp called me harassment. I'm going to be in the paper. I'm going to lose my job. So you can understand that I'm, I, I, I'm speaking to things that I, I don't have the luxury of being able to do. Uh, yes, but you also, because I've listened to a few of your videos more recently yes. leading up to this day, where you are very big about whatever your dating life is in private and yeah. that you don't want it to be public. Yeah. It's the, it, just like you said, if you if you date in private, you can break up in private. Yes. So, you, you can say what you public. want. Oh, I, let me finish my okay. thought. Okay. The reality is, is that you know what I'm talking about. That's why you are, you move the way that you move in dating because you can't just be out here all willy nilly and, mm -hmm. and da -da 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 -da, whatever you're doing, especially publicly, because if you do some publicly, you're going to have to answer to it publicly. Right. But I'm saying in general, a lot of men with status, I mean, who are, who are they supposed to date? They're going to go after women who typically have less than them. And even women who may have greater than or equal to. Still, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Well, o Oprah's taken. Beyonce's taken. You would date Oprah? No, uh, I'm just saying. Cancel. No, you, you talk, no, I'm saying. When you talk about men of high value, and and, and look, we're we gonna talk about- We gotta differentiate that, sweetie. Okay, so let's just say men, half a million, million on up. Mm -hmm. The pool of dating the equivalent is not the same. You know that. Oh yeah, water's wet. So, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you say, oh, men to have, they're gonna date women less than, water's wet. But that's what, okay, so I'm going back to, a lot of people, uh -huh. male or female, right. don't have a lot to lose. So when there are these breakups, or if there was somebody who was maybe dating with ill intentions, when that stuff happens, it can get really messy. Right, right. So it can get messy, especially when you don't have that much going for yourself. Cause you're like, oh, this person was my way out. So now I'm going to out them or post screenshots. Like there's been so much stuff in the news that I've been seeing with basketball players and certain things. And you know what I'm talking about right. without saying there any names, but, but that type of stuff. Right. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. When you, <laughs> I remember Let's when, hear it. I'm trying to think, I don't know if you said it on a, a, a radio show or TV show about your dating prowess. You was with one man, two men, three men, four men over the course of a 24-hour, 48-hour span. <laughs> Did you think about the ramifications of how people, men, women, everybody would look at you because... Or does that not bother you? Or you learn to tune that out? So you're referring to one incident. Or I can actually recall it, pinpoint it perfect for you. There was a video that I did in my car where I was talking about how I had sex with, was it three men in a, a day? Yes. And then I ended up getting a yeast, yeast infection. infection. Yes. That was, I came out pretty unscathed for just a yeast infection. Right. Considering what I could have gotten. Right. Um, it wasn't that, you know, well, oh man, I hope you would have. kid out of it. I mean, they talk oh, about I was, I was I, I was on birth control for 10 years before I had my son. I got off of it because there was a conversation with my child's father. Okay. So I, I, again, the whole trapping thing, can't trap the welling babe. And on top of that, I never wanted to have a, I looked at kids as you never wanted goblins. To be a, you never wanted a baby daddy. You wanted to be a mom. You didn't want to yes. be a baby mama. You wanted to be a wife. And that's why I waited so long. I had my baby when I was 29. I thought I was doing it right. I thought that was my guy. And I, and I never really liked kids. I always thought I referred to them as crotch goblins, to be honest. <laughs> you know, but as I got older, I wanted one. But, but, did, you, but, did, but did you think Did that, I think about the ramifications yes. of telling people that I had sex with multiple men? Yes, I don't care. It's the truth. If you don't, if you don't see me as a potential dating person, then great, one less heart to break. Leave me alone, and I'm gonna continue to live but my you, truth. But, but you do understand, Brittany, that's hard for me. Look, like you said, public versus private. Now, if you and I having a conversation, and we're, you're sitting in here, we have a conversation, and you say, well, Shannon, I slept with this many men. Okay, that's one thing. That's between you and I. But to have that conversation, and then everybody, Sam, John, and everybody else knows it, that's a whole different, that's a whole different, that's a whole different ball game, Brittany. That's fine with me. I mean, I feel that. But see, that's selfish, because all you're thinking about is you. What about him? He has got to be with you. He has got to be with me? No, what I'm the, saying. He has the privilege to be with me. <laughs> okay. Because you know how many women you've slept with? Brent. That's, Do you know how many women you slept that, with? I'm doing, yes or no? I'm doing the interview. Do you know how many women you slept yes. with? Yes. Double digits? Triple digits. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Sitting back in this position. Brittany. Double or triple? 
Brittany, I'm the interviewer. You at the interviewer. I can't ask any questions? You can ask questions. Okay, so I, when when you have your podcast, invite me on and you and I have this conversation, okay? Now, back to our originally normal scheduled program. <laughs> you do understand that a man pride his woman to know look, I don't I don't have any I don't have any problem, you know. Three bodies, four bodies, five bodies, ten bodies. That, 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 what you did before me, long as you, I mean, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty lenient because I've kind of, you know, lawyers, uh, uh, doctors, uh, exotic dancers, yeah. So you, you love what you know, you love what you love. Wow. But, but it's, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a high bar to hurdle. If she makes things that she's done public, I think you understand what I'm saying. I believe that the average person is below average. So the average man is most likely not going to. But you're not going to be interested I, in no average man. You like I, what you like. But can Stop I. Stop it. And I never, I never argued with you on that. <laughs> what, you didn't let me finish my thought. Go ahead. Let me. Okay. And then. Okay. And then we. Right. Okay. What I'm saying is, is that the average guy would tell you that I'm not wife material that's fine because i don't want to be with the average man the man that i want is someone who is understanding of that and if that's asking for too much from the male species then i i must be better off alone then i don't think i'm asking for the impossible you literally just said that exotic dancers lawyers whoever you love who you love right who you're drawn to is who you're right. drawn to the average person is not going to want to make that make that jump and that's okay because i'm not talking to them I don't need anybody average. I'm not average. There's nothing about my mentality that's average. I don't carry myself as average. I don't look average. I'm not mundane and forgettable. Just like these are I stand for something. I get so much flack because there's this little box and people want me to just like suck shut up, whoa, make an OnlyFans. Let me finish though. They want me to go over here and just admit that I'm a gold digger, that I trap guys and that I only care about money, but because I go so hard about true love, it's a mother problem. But you can understand that you say because I like sex, like whoa, you. Whoa, Brit, Brit. Because I like sex. Brit. Because I'm curious. We're mic'd up and we got boom. Mic, I don't give. Mic. La, 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 la. I don't care. But I'm saying you can understand why people will find that hard about true love because they're looking at it. True love is not what you're look, but what you're saying, what you're selling doesn't seem what, like what true love. What am I selling? What am I selling? Well, I mean, when you go on and you in your car and you say, "Well, I had sex with three men." That was I, back in 2018, okay, okay, okay. by the way. Go ahead. Sorry, I mean interrupt. No man, no woman can outrun their past because all it does, it makes you tired when it catches up with you. So what you did in 2018, people still know about it in 2023. So this notion that you said, well, it happened five years ago. It happened 10 years ago. People have what they call the internet. People have what they call memory. Mm. Good. <laughs> Don't ever forget it. Just know when you tried this, yeah. It ain't oh. even about that. No, honestly though, I don't want people to forget. I don't want my, I don't, I don't believe you can delete your wholeness. I don't want to. I don't, I wouldn't trade, like I would not want a clean slate today because you know why? This whole journey for me has been learning. Yes. So if I'm judged for the way that I learned, then so be it. I don't need you guys to forget anything. I don't want you to quite frankly keep bringing it up. Keep talking about it because there's so many people that are so curious about me in private. 
but right. they don't have the balls to try it in public, and that's fine. You're not for me. I don't need a guy that's going to keep my record of wrongs. I thought that's what the Bible said. That's y'all's favorite little... I don't... I'm just saying. I don't judge. I'm not here... Don't to, keep no record of wrongs. No, but I'm saying, look... Don't fault me he, for doing the best I could with the awareness I had. Right. So if a man doesn't understand that, because you just said a few minutes ago... Yes. A man can make that jump. Will he most likely? Probably not. Right. But guess what? Who's for but me? For Let me finish. Okay. Who's for me? Yes. Who God, creator, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, who God designed for me, none of that matters. So I don't care about all these people yapping about what I'm not going to get because if I wasn't going to get it, it wouldn't be on my heart. If I wasn't going to get it, I would not have been, I would not be experiencing the dark side of this coin. And that's why the world will bear witness to true love. <laughs> and they will become my footstool. And they will have to see this woman. This is my, this is my whole mission statement. Okay. I'm going to tell the truth and still get everything I want. And they're going to watch me. I don't have to play by your guys' rules. I do my way. You do things your way. And, that, and it, honestly, it varies hour to hour. Are, I didn't know who I was going to be when I came into this interview. Are you okay with the way it's played out thus far? Absolutely. I'm at peace with it. There's nothing I could have done differently. I'm not oh, there's a lot you could have done differently. Stop saying that there's nothing you could have done differently. Stop it. This is the way I was meant to do it. I don't question fate. I don't question. I accept my fate. I accept my destiny. So if that means that it takes me 10 years for my Mr. Wonderful to come, then that's fine. I'm patient. Nothing. You wouldn't change a thing about the way it's transpired. No. For what? Because if, here's the thing about regret. If mm -hmm. I regret things that happened, then that means I have to erase the awareness that I gained. And I would not trade this awareness. I would not trade going back to when I was 20, 18 years old. I would not trade a clean slate for the wisdom that I have. I have a well of wisdom. That's why when I speak, people are captivated. Why I've been called to so many different platforms. Who's the last couple guests you've had on here? Uh, Stephen A, D. Wade, Tabitha Brown. Um, who else we had, CJ? Ocho Cinco. I saw Chris Brown. We had Ricky Smiley. Okay, what's what's one thing you think they all have in common? They're, They're great at what they do. Yes. You great. So at where what, do I fit in? You great at what? I'm you, just supposed to be some Instagram stuff, and here I am talking to Shannon Sharp. So you. So you gotta listen to me! So you great at what you do? I certainly am. Because there's a lot of beautiful women. There's a lot of beautiful women that have better bodies than me, prettier faces, whatever type of features you think are attractive. But then you have little petite old me who just can't stop and shut up. Oh my God. And here I am on Club Shake Shake, Club Shake Shake, Club Shake Shake. Woo! Dion said, well, I don't know, like I said, but it reported, he said that there are women out there that do their homework on guys. I mean, because now the salaries are in, you know, you can just Google. Yes, you can and, Google stuff, yeah. And you can just, and, oh, he makes this, and he has the endorsement over there, and he does this and that. Especially with NILs now, too. Right. Huh? You know about that? Mm-hmm. It's public record. Oh, it's public <laughs> record, huh? Public knowledge. Because, yeah, because, I mean, these college athletes are getting money. Why are they driving Maybach's? That's an NIL, baby. Yeah. Come on now. You're not dumb. Could you could you date a normal can you could you date a guy 
that's not a professional athlete or that's not in athletics. I don't even see myself dating an athlete again. <laughs> really? Why? <laughs> well, because something you said earlier. I don't know what I said yeah. earlier. I, I don't I don't have a recall like you that can remember everything that happened in their life. Because there's a lot of men who are not willing to make that jump. And when there are things that are public, a public figure has to take into account what is the risk versus reward with dating this girl and having her on my arm, having her at the ESPYs. There's a lot of men that would not sign up for that. And I feel the type of men that maybe there's a good chance it's like kind of opposite things. It's like either someone super young that's new and doesn't care or someone who's already established doesn't give a and do what they want to do. And I just, either one, it's just, it's just kind of like, eh. right. I really don't see myself with another athlete. I'm not going to say never, you know, never say never because I don't want the love of my life to be a freaking athlete and I got to eat these words, but I just don't see it. I don't see a man having the courage to not only take a, you know, a, a risk with me, because that's what love is. What's the it's, risk? Well, in love, it's a 50-50 risk. It, it's, it's every person across the board, but I think that I am very vocal. Um, but I also have not met any men that, number one, see my value, and if they see it, they don't understand it. So that's why I don't really see. So in other words, when a man can't look outside of what he sees right here and what he's Well, this heard. is going to fade. So what else? So right. what, what, what makes me different than the girl that the build of down the who's willing to do whatever and <laughs> cheat, let you cheat in private. Or I'm sorry. In, yeah, in private, let you cheat in private and right. do whatever. Like beauty is fleeting. That's why there has to be more going on. Right. That's why I open my mouth and I speak and I stand for something because right. this is Again, I'm always going to be beautiful because I'm beautiful in here. But yeah, we all get older and I, I don't want to bank on my looks. Mm -hmm. Why would anybody want to do right. that? But I think now if someone it's hard for me to imagine a scenario and I do hope you find I think everybody deserves that if they're wanting of that. And it seems to me as I sit here and talk to you that you are someone that's very passionate about finding love. And I think the thing is, is that that person knows who you are. They know yeah. some of the things that you've done. So that person that wants to be with Brittany Renner, they're going to know who, what, what she's done and be okay with that. Yeah. Do you think it's hard for that? Is it hard for an athlete? Because uh, athletes are very prideful and they, and I, and I, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but they kind of like, that's mine. And to know that that package has been unwrapped by somebody else, on multiple occasions, it doesn't sit well with. I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna keep it one. You say keep it 100, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. But then you have to go back to when there was the Derek Jeter diamond. That's what my track record's like. But Derek Jeter gets a segment on ESPN where they have his dating history in the. Let me finish though. No, I, I ain't seen nothing, Brittany. You I'm just thinking it. I'm you were thinking I'm, it. I'll get some water because so, I'm sweating. Here. Because my dating pool is, I mean, my Expansive. God impressive expansive i've had sex with 35 guys okay <laughs> Whew. oh lord <laughs> impressive isn't Whew. the word so if i'm judged for anybody having, else need a shot of this if i'm judged for having great taste we are in a bar so help yourself <laughs> <laughs> we got this for the next hour Whew. If I'm judged for having great taste, 
Um, although someone like Derek Jeter, for example, who had his dating diamond. Why would you feel a need that you, you can be honest to yourself. I know how many men I slept with. That ain't for everybody else. But why did you feel you need, why did you feel that needs to be for public consumption? That's what, that's, that's, that, I mean, the crooks of this. That's what I, you mind if I sit to the edge of my seat? You don't gotta ask for permission. This is your why did you, why would you feel the need to share that information with the public? Some things hmm. are left best unsaid. Mm. That's what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Probably the same reason that I wrote a book, because I felt called to share. There are some things that maybe moving forward I would keep to myself, but I mean, I just told you, I had sex with 35 guys, that's an updated number for people who have been following the number for years now. So, uh, now, I mean, obviously guys slide in your DM um, trying to holler. Do you slide in guys' DM? Not anymore. You used to? Mm hmm Why? Probably, there are probably two or three guys over the, over the span of being tw like 22 to now. Right. Probably about three guys. Did they respond? Of course they did. Well, there are some that didn't respond, but that was- They the, left you on red? There are some guys left me on red, but it was like right after my breakup with my child's father and I was oh. kind of being facetious. Yeah, that wasn't nice. You thing. try to be, see you, see you. Why you do that? But anyways- uh, Why you did, no, 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 ain't no anyways. I want to know why. Why would you do I'm that? Like, well, sure, I'm ready to move on. No, but you- but, No, honestly, I didn't, I didn't understand the magnitude of what I was about to go through. And I'm like, oh, I'm single, you know, he's- moved on like why is it different for both of us you know right. what i'm saying yeah. like we we have we share a young child right. so why is me having a young child or whatever but that whole situation being completely demonized i had no idea what i was doing when i was trying to like here and there just like telling guys they were just fine that was just kind of it it wasn't right. like yeah we should you know whatever it was just like i've always wanted to tell you this I think but you know like like basketball players are off limits right nba players any nba players off limits right no, 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 you can't do that. You try to do the whole sport. The whole sport, the whole NBA. You gotta go to Europe. Oh, you gotta go to Europe. You better go learn Chinese, buddy. Uh uh, <laughs> hell no. You know that's gonna, man, how that's, Brent, you know what that's gonna do. What do you mean? Cause. A whole sport? Yes. And besides, oh, you, say you, done, you say you done with athletes anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, trust me, I ain't losing any, losing any sleep over it. Because no, you got to stay away from them. Because it's gonna, it's gonna be because people assume, and, that, and this might not even be the case. You might sincerely love him. He might sincerely love you. Yeah. But you know how it's gonna be portrayed. Oh, she's trying to get back at it, and he probably will take it as if you're trying to get at me. What I've had to take accountability for is that I had to shrink myself to fit into a world of his that I was never meant to fit in. And you have to understand this goes back to the pattern of when I was at Jackson State. Okay. I abandoned everything, left my whole life, moved across the country, you know, back to, or going back to Michigan. I lived in Woodland Hills, had my condo, had my bins. Left California, moved to Charlotte to be with him. The same pattern 10 years later. Because again, here I am thinking that a man is gonna fix, fix is gonna fix, it, it's, this is the missing piece to my puzzle. So despite what people think about the complete buffoonery that has gone on between him and I, that is never anything I wanted. I had to stand up for myself after months 
of being lied on that I was faking it all along and all these different things. This is such a popular topic years later because the lie ran around the world. So did it hurt initially when the guy that I thought was my guy proposes to the next person? Absolutely. That's happened to me a couple times. So it, it, it's one of those triggering things where full transparency, you're like, well, what's wrong with me? Why wasn't I enough? And then we start to internalize why it didn't work out. I've sat down with his fiance. We've had a four hour conversation out for brunch. And I think they're a perfect match for each other, quite frankly. So why would I be jealous or envious of a life that I walked away from? But the other side of that coin is understanding that was never my guy. We were meant to have our incredible son together that I'm, he's literally changed my life in every way. I grew deeper empathy after having a son. Uh, Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. But that's why I can't get upset. I get upset at how I'm treated. How you portrayed. Be you lied on me. That's what bothers me, is that you lied on me, you try to make it seem like something it wasn't. That was hurtful. But other than that, like, I'm happy for you. Blessings on your journey. I heard you just say that what he said about you bothered you the portrayal of you bothers you. Have you thought about when your son is of age and he can hear some of the things that you said about some of the things that you've done in your past? Do you, do, have you thought about how that's gonna impact him? Of course I've thought about it. But as much as I love my son, I love myself. 
I can't saturate myself for my child. I have to still be true to myself because outside of being his mother, I'm Brittany Renner. I was Brittany Renner before he got here and I'm gonna be Brittany Renner no matter what. My son could grow up and, oh my mom, all these terrible things, she's the worst person ever. So I have to be at peace with the things that I've done and let my son make his own choice, right. his own decisions. But I'm not going to not live my life the way that, again, because to question how I am is to question God. And people may not like the way that like how my expression is, the way I carry myself, the things that I say and how I say it, but you're still questioning God. What has social media done to the relationship? Just in general? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a lot of different factors, you know, where they're like, oh, things were so different when our parents were growing up. Well, they were never aware of what options they really had. They didn't have access to people all the way across the country. And I, I think one of the annoying things is- Access isn't always good though. Well, I think the question you have to ask yourself is if you gave the average person access, who would they become? We're seeing it. There you go. Some people rise above, some people, you know, play into it. So let's just say for the sake of argument, someone tried to get at you in the DM. Later, you, you find out they've been saying some crazy, you know, ah, man, I wouldn't talk to that, you know what, and she all about this or here. But they've been at you in the DM. You screenshot any of those DMs and putting them out there for public consumption? Or you just said, okay, I'm just going to bite this one. I know what you tried to do. I know you tried to get at me. You was trying to get these scams. I said no, and now you got this negative stuff to say about me. I think there was one rapper that tried me, and i definitely screenshot where he tried to send me a dm because what you're not going to do is lie what you're not going to do is going to sit up here and pretend but there haven't been any men that i've been involved with that have gotten flipped at the mouth other than my child's father that's the only person that's tried to lie on me if and never addressed me by name but no i don't people who have ever been involved with me we know the truth right and all my buttons work so it would be in their best interest to keep my name out of their mouth because I'm giving them that same respect. I'm right. not over here sitting up here blabbing, blabbing, blabbing about, right. there are certain things that it ain't up for discussion. But when we're talking about public things that have transpired, like with my child's father, it's been a hot topic since we've broken up. Right. We have to discuss it. I'm gonna tell you the whole truth. Can you, when are you guys going to make peace for the sake of your child? That's not up to me. I've done everything in my power. I've exhausted all options. I told you I've sat down with her before. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, I think, excuse me, I think that's a great thing to do because if they're going to be together, she's going to be in your son's life. And no matter what he might think of you, the relationship, the dynamic of who you are will never change. You'll yeah. always be the mother of his child. Yeah, I, and honestly, for me, I would much rather my son have a stable woman over there instead yeah. of him having a bunch of girls Rotation. in and out. So she has never been my enemy. Right. It's him. <laughs> but what it's going to take is for him to accept what is. We're still going through the court system now for child support, custody stuff. So it's nasty. Right. It's just nasty. 
I, I have tried everything. There's nothing more I can do. Um, you don't mind me asking if it's too personal to say that's none of your business and I'm quite white? I told you I'm an open book, Shannon. You have the child. The child is with you. We have, so we live in a fair state. North Carolina is a fair state, so we both have joint custody. Right. So it's not like you could just bring, you live in California, you can just bring the child with you. Well, I would never do that. Right. I grew up without my dad. I would never want my son to be without his father. He needs his dad. Okay. He has PJ's name, Paul Jermaine Washington III. Right. Why would I want to take that away? Right. But see, that's another misconception people have about me, that I'm just super spiteful and that I would take our son and that he doesn't see him. No. Mm -mm. Just another lie. So, when this, the aesthetics of this, what is Brittany going to do? What does Brittany want to do? Because like you said, you're not going to always have this figure. You're not going to always have this face. You're not going to always be, I don't know, you're 31, 32 years of age. You're not going to always be this. Mm -hmm. Then what? The easiest way to maybe answer that is use my voice. I've been called to so many different platforms, yours, Basketball Wives, and there is one commonality, which is the usage of my voice mm -hmm. and sharing the well of wisdom that I've acquired. Mm -hmm. So I can only hope that my future looks like my own show, my own podcast, my own something. Right. Because I know that I'm meant to be heard. How hard is, is it easy to make money on the internet? I would say that companies have smartened up a lot, so they're not as naive with the brand deals. I think right. it's gotten a lot more competitive because there are people who will accept free clothes from a clothing company who have hundreds of thousands of followers, so it still it hurts the, the influencer who has the millions who are wanting compensation when there's 100 girls they can just give free clothes to. So it's gotten a lot more competitive, more oversaturated. Yeah, you have to really, I don't even know. You have to really be, I feel like, kind of buzzing to right. have brand deals. What is, uh, obviously, you, 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 very, very popular on the internet, and as you mentioned, you're a major influencer. What's one of the things that you purchased that you wish you had? Like, I didn't really need that. I could have done without that. I could have kept that 50,000, 100,000, 200. I could have kept that in my pocket and just like, because I really didn't need this. I'm not really a big spender in that way. I think the most foolish thing at one time that I did was just spending like $8,000 on shoes. Like one day I just went and got all these shoes. Mm -hmm. And when I look at that- Heels or sneakers? Cause you don't strike me as a sneaker chick. I was, I don't know. I don't I mean to say, to I don't mean, I don't mean that no, to be yeah, disrespectful. I, no, no I, I did buy some sneakers, which I was not, I was still figuring myself out, but it was some heels and some sneakers. Right. It's just a waste of money. I wouldn't do that now. You want to do the fitness thing, like you want to do leggings or workout clothes? Is that is I, that kind of the direction you're trying to head in now? Well, I love athletic wear. That's really what I wear all the time. I do have an asymmetrical legging that was inspired by Flojo. Yes. So I have it's the one leg and the right. short on the side. Right. Uh, Rebel by Brittany Renner. But that still is something that's very new. My business, you know, I started it, it was last October. Right. So yeah, I would. I think ideally, definitely designing some athletic wear would be cool. What's been the coolest thing about motherhood? And is it what you thought it would be? It's much different than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In then, what way? Then videos and pictures? Um, well, it's one of the ways it's different. 
Well, I would say when I first had my baby, I think there's this idea that the baby just comes out like loving you. You are the greatest thing, unconditional love pouring into you. And I learned that although with breastfeeding there is that exchange, yeah, the connection, still pouring in, still showing up. Mm -hmm. When my son comes and hands me a book, no matter what is on, no matter what we're doing, I'm stopping and I'm reading the book because I care about building the bond. So I think people underestimate the effort that still requires, uh, that still goes into your baby. Just because right. they're your kid doesn't mean that they're just gonna love you. Um, I would say my favorite thing though is watching him just navigate the world. I think he is very curious. Um, <laughs> When he sees a plane in the sky or if he sees a butterfly, we have bird feeders. I love feeding the birds. So just seeing him interact with the world around him and what he likes to talk about. I, I, it's really cool to me. Right. Yeah, like what you, he's into. You, I mean, you talking about, we got bird feeders. You try to be a step of why? You try to be like moving to the suburbs. But I try to tell you that the more than meets the eye. So I, I love birds. And I think my favorite thing about birds are that they can go anywhere in the world. So if they visit your backyard, that's very sacred and I love that no matter what time in the day in the morning if it's four o'clock it doesn't matter if it sounds off pitch if it's too early they have a song so that's why I really uh, love birds and it's an honor to, to feed them people how, wouldn't know that about me <laughs> how difficult has it been or is it dating as a single mom I think one of my complaints is that I've attracted more men without kids as a mom and i'm just like oh god is it a deal breaker if i don't want to have any more right you know i love my baby you don't want any more kids i had a really tough pregnancy. tough time i gained 50 pounds and i've been in the gym for the last where my boobs my ass, my stomach like stretch mark it was a lot the abdominal separation I would say I'm just now starting to feel comfortable in cropped, like actually showing my whole stomach or a bikini. Mm -hmm. And obviously I have no nothing done to my body, um, I'm natural, but it was very hard on me. And I just, even if we were to get married, like why do we Why need you gonna deny him? He want his lineage, he want his, his, want his seat, he want a namesake. I'm not saying it's gonna be Daryl Williams the third or the Daryl Williams Jr. But he's gonna want his. What if he wants his namesake? Would you deny him that? I think that's something I'm navigating. I'm not gonna say if I met my Mr. Wonderful, I wouldn't want to give him a child. But what if you wanted more than one? <laughs> you know what's really difficult is what? because I'm 31. Yeah. I have a baby. Yeah. I have. You good until you're 50. I mean, women now, today's time, they having babies all well to 50. No, but... So you and gotta this, least, and you this, gotta this may be a belief. You. This may be my own belief okay. that's, that's hindering me, so I'm not saying that this couldn't just be my own belief. But this is my prime time. This is my... You need to make your next move your best move. Right. There are no hiccups. That's just kind of how more so I'm moving with. So you dating with a purpose now. Ain't no more just dating to date. I'm dating to get married. If you ain't trying to do that, get to move, get to stepping. Yes. Get to stepping. And I, I think a lot of, I've seen a lot of people say, well, now all of a sudden you want to do that. And it's just, okay, well, 
I told you I had hit my head on down the steps a bunch of times. Right. I ain't and, falling no more. And it listen, and the, the thing is, is hey, I'm a logical person. It ain't working. Right. You know, so and having a deeper understanding of myself and really understanding my value and craving more than just okay, I just want someone. I just want someone who is this type of status. I just want someone on my arm who look, you know, really craving that substance and meaning even more than I always have. It's just like, I'm not so much shallow dating anymore. I don't think you're just shallow dating, but it's just hard for me to, as I sit here and look across at you, I just don't see you with a nine to five guy. Okay. I mean. And you know, and you know who, and you know what's attracted to you. See the moth, he already knows what's gonna happen to the flame, but he can't help it. The attraction is too great. He's going to that flame even though he knows how it's going to end. Mm. You can't help what you're attracted to, Britt. There has to be some accountability. <laughs> there has to be accountability where it's like you can like certain things, but are we compatible? Yes or no? Because if you're not going to, the only flex is devotion. So just like you say, you're, you made the comment about athletes. Yeah. I can be as open-minded as I want to be across the board, whether it's nine to five or dating, which man is going to be devoted to me? And there is a greater percentage that an athlete is going to be unfaithful to me. So that's why for me, I have to take the blinders off. I'm not saying he can't still be, you know, high stepping in his own right, but. Brent, what you are attracted to, you can't help it. You've been there. The, I'm not saying just basketball player. I'm saying baseball. I'm saying football. It might be soccer. It might be something. But that's what you are attracted to and you cannot help it. You can fight it, but you cannot deny it. Okay, I, I hear you loud and clear. A lot of the regular guys that I've attracted still have an athletic background. No, 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 no. I ain't talking about high school. I ain't talking about college. You know what I'm talking, I'm talking about. about. Guys who have played in college. Yeah, I'm they, saying, they still have an athletic background, so it's pro, like no matter. No matter. I'm talking about pro, <laughs> pro, professional, MLB, NFL, NBA, MLS, the PBR, NASCAR. Stop it, Brent. We grown up in here. You know what you're attracted to. They know what they're I can, attracted to. I'm gonna, I cannot tell a lie. I've had a very magical time with a trainer in Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. and we had a great time. We held hands, got tacos, and it was one of the most fun moments that I what? have. Well, I was flirting with someone on Twitter publicly, and it changed things. Why would you do it, Brent? Why? Was it because you're not my man? Well, no, he, he was trying to be, and you ruined it. No, he wasn't my guy anyways. But, but I don't, no, he was trying to be your guy. You what? ruined it. You said you want true love. But, okay, hold on. You self-sabotaging. No, don't do that. I was in therapy for six years. No self-sabotage was that. You had a guy, he's holding your hand. He's taking you to get okay. tacos. You getting a, a lemon drop. You getting margaritas. And then you flirting publicly. Is that not self-sabotage? It's not self-sabotage. This was... What was the timeline? It was about a year after my split with my child's father. And yeah. I, I was like, you know what? I've never just dated. So how I would do 
was I'm gonna talk to one guy at a time. Aside from the, that video where I told you all the different guys, them yeah. were all just recycled. But anyways, um, I would talk to one guy at a time. Okay. And it wasn't effective. It didn't work. So I was like, okay, I'm pouring all my eggs into one person at a time, not getting my desired outcome. That's what you're supposed to do. What? One so, basket at a time. Okay. From one perspective, but when you are talking about modern dating, most men are not dating one woman at a time. So where does that- That ain't got nothing to do with you. Well, it's my if there's a potential- But you, say, but you said you believe in true love. So what somebody else is doing, you said that guy was taking you to get tacos. So was he dating He's more than one? He's gonna see this and be like, oh, no, 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 no. talking about tacos. Oh, was he dating, forget okay, okay, what okay, else okay. they're doing. I'm talking about him specifically. Was he dating more than one? Yes. Okay, well, I ain't got no, well, you did what you did. I mean, what am I supposed to do? It's like I'm being faithful to an idea and he's doing whatever he wants to do. And that's why you're taking, you know, you're taking your time. So that's why, you that's why you was flirting? No, this was a person that I've always loved and I cared about and I just was like, I, I, from my understanding, I thought I was dating wrong. I'm like, why am I just talking to one guy at a time? Clearly there are women out here who are going on dates not having sex with all the guys they're dating. Right. Going on different dates, trying different things out, going to dinner, going wherever. I'm not doing something right. So that's when I was like, you know what? Let me try something new. And I don't have to have sex with all the guys I'm speaking with. Like right. I can go on dates and go get tacos. <laughs> that did, there's different rules. When you're in the limelight, you know what I mean? And I know after that, I'm like, well, damn, like I would have felt some type of way if he would do that to me. Right. So that's when I took from that situation of, okay, I tried the multiple guy thing. Didn't work for me. Not gonna listen, la 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 la, to what modern dating is about in, in on TikToks or podcasts. I'm not listening to that. If I'm talking to a guy, it's gonna be him. And that vetting process is very short lived most of the time because they are not the guys I, I they just. What's your number guy. one turn off? Ugh. Um, I'd say inconsistency, because lying is like, that's so typical. Like, that's obviously number one, but So you want to do the call, you want a dog, you want to do the call you every day, couple times a day, check in, hey, Brent, how you doing? It doesn't have to be a couple times, but I, I would like At to least once a day? Yeah, like, I mean, send me a morning text and then like, let's recap maybe later in the day. I would prefer to talk on the phone. I, I'm not, <laughs> I feel like younger people love like FaceTime and stuff, but yeah. I like just, I have my headphones in, we can just talk on the phone or right. put you on speaker while I'm doing my makeup or something, but, but yeah. Um, uh, it's just kind of like limited to text messaging. That's just my been my experience. Right. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of like old soul. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. What is, what, is, what is your what is your take on first date sex? You good? No? Maybe? Depends? Ooh. Hot in there. No, no, you the one that told me, say, hey, we'll have open and honest conversation. <laughs> if the energy's there, I'm all for it. Okay. But... but. <laughs> Some of my friends, the, to the left here, you know, um, they 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 have been a bit more successful with holding out. But I'm just like, well, you're not gonna respect me anymore. You either respect me or you don't. I'm either someone that you can see yourself with or not. It's right. not gonna take three months for you to be see. like, do do do. I wonder if she could be my girl. Like, you already know when you're speaking with me. Like, right. she's a hookup. She's a wife. Or everything else in between, like wife, everything else in between. So Can you cook? Um, I don't clean. Let me Well that actually doesn't that line doesn't apply to me because I don't have a ring, but uh No, but I'm very passionate about Felicio. Does that matter? <laughs> I don't look at it as a tour, babe. Hold on. I just ask, I mean, the dude he gonna wanna come home and let's just say he's nine to five. I can follow I, instructions. Huh? I can follow instructions. No, I honestly I believe cooking is beneath me. Huh? <laughs> I don't I don't belong in the kitchen. You're making it difficult. For, I, I, I'm really trying to help you here. I mean, you know, millions of people are going to see this, and I'm really trying Ooh, to help you. They're going to drag me. I love it. I'm into that. Would you let your friends sit you up on a blind date? I would. I, I did. A, I, I've gone on a blind date recently. It was How young. was it? Uh, we went zip lining. It was fun. It was fun. You're adventurous, huh? Yes, but I feel like I have to uh, work a lot. I'm in a very masculine role in my household, so yeah. I, I don't feel like I have a lot of time to have fun and go out and do stuff like that. But yeah, I did go zipline, it was fun. He's just, he was 23, he was like, you tell me everything I wanna hear and not what I need to hear. And although he was very open about like the kid stuff and like, oh, I don't care about that, but you know, this is what I want. I'm just like, I don't, it's very hard to imagine a younger man mm -hmm having the courage, being understanding, seeing my value. Mm -hmm. So it's just hard to see that. I've been open, but. Do you want the man to the, okay, Brittany, I'm picking you up at, I'm picking you up at 7.30, 8 o'clock. We're going here. You want him to plan the date or are you going to plan or help plan? Yeah, women don't like questions. Don't ask me if I want to go to dinner. Tell me, you know, like, hey, this is what. Well, can they, can they ask, Brittany, what's your favorite food? What do you like? That's fine, but plan it. Yeah, I don't, I have no desire to be a man 
in a relationship with a man. What happened to 50-50? Who said that? All the way. That's what Dwayne said on the last time. Yeah, 50-50. 50, 50. That's giving friends. Platonic. 50-50? I mean, no. Dutch. Well, there was a guy that I went on a date with. Uh-oh. And what happened? We um we went out on a little date. We went bowling. And when we got there, oh, please don't be mad at me. Can so, you bowl? I mean, with your nails? Oh, yeah. I mean, you make it, you mess What do you mean? I don't have long nails. Okay. I'm a very, uh, this is very classic. So short. you hold a ball like this or you put three fingers in? Mm, well, wouldn't you like to know? Oh, Lord, <laughs> you go. I'm just trying to ask a question. Hey, you go with the bull job. <laughs> so anyways, Paul <laughs> and I, we go out to bowl. Okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> it's, I'm, I, I've been stopping this whole time, but you wanna, you wanna this is so good. It is. I usually don't like dark, but maybe I gotta try it. Maybe I have to, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe I have to have you an ambassador. I would have loved that. Um, so back to Brock <laughs> We get to the date. He pays for our bowling. I'm like, okay, cool. And he gets there and he's like, honestly, I shouldn't be here right now. And he kind of alluded to his sister giving him money for the date. And so I paid for like our, our drinks and what? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he said that. He said that he. Oh God. Uh, I can't lie. It's like a curse, but a blessing. But yeah. So anyways, he was like, yeah, I, I can't really, I can't really afford it. This is what happened. I was playing overseas. I got robbed. All these different things. And I was like, you know what? It doesn't even matter because all I care about is true love. So I paid for our drinks. And you told him to skedaddle, scoop. No, let me tell you why I tell him to skedaddle. So we're leaving and the parking was like 35. He ain't have no money to bout. Yeah, he got to go. So I paid for our parking, $35 each. And mind you, whatever, I was like, let me just give him a little, a little kiss. So we made out, ugh, no passion there. I already kind of knew this was a no. So we were in the parking lot for maybe like- You didn't put your tongue in his mouth, did you? Of course I did. <laughs> First of all, the dude show up broke. You got to pay for the drink. You I, got to pay for the bag. I still had to give him my all. I had to see. I'm no, like, he got. Still, he got okay, nothing. Okay, I saw. I put it. I put my tongue down his throat. Did you have on lipstick? I'd have gave him a napkin. There <laughs> you go. Take that with you. That's all he got. That's all he. That's all he brought to the table. It's just a little charity. Okay. Anyway, so we were in there for about. You know, we're talking and yeah. whatever. He's like, no, let's continue the date. I'm like, no, I'm good. So we're going through the parking, going through the parking meter. Yeah. And it was like an additional $10. What? Yeah, because we were, it was like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how long we were there. We weren't making out that damn long. So whatever, I pay the $10 and I go through under the parking meter and I hear, <laughs> what happened? Oh, he tried to race through the, so he wouldn't slow down on him. Oh, man! I was like, oh my God, because I was like, someone's about to hit my car. So we didn't have to pay for the parking. And I was like, I'm never calling him again. This is exactly why people are like, you can't date a regular guy. You're right. Because I tried. And Mr. I, you know, he was cute. But yeah, when he raced through that- Yeah, part, you can't be cute and broke though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all you can offer me is some hard dick and bubble gum, babe. And I was just like, that ain't gonna work. I, I, I thought, but yeah, that's the first time I've shared that story publicly. Very embarrassing. Ooh, we. Yeah.
And I just got stood up recently too. I'm like, oh god. Well, hold on. Did your friend did he, uh, by you got stood up by a blind date or this was something that no, you put it together? No, it was it was it was yeah. It, it didn't work. What happened? <sighs> he told me the reason he couldn't go to the date was because his friend's grandma died and that his friend wanted him to come console him. And, Dude's know. doing that. Well, you know. And you believed it? I know you didn't believe it, Britt. I blocked him. But yeah. So I have really, really funny stories. You? What is it with you and these guys? You've been, you've been, you've been meeting some, some real, some Dunks. Clowns. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do you, but do you get guys that try to impress you? That come out like, oh, they like big ballers or they show up with somebody else, a rental car, a Bentley or Rose or their homeboy whip? I mean, that's not really that impressive just because it's, I guess it's just been so familiarized for me. Like, you know, uh, that's not really that new, but right. um, no, I, I, I mean, I did have a, a good date a couple months ago. I mean, the whole shebang dinner and went out and stuff. It was a good time, but he's a dud. So. What is it? It's, it's just like, it, it's, I guess the, the energy, okay, this is, oh, this is actually a really important distinction we have to make because there's high value men. Yes. But high value does not mean high quality because. Or high moral time. Yes, because Mufasa, high value, yeah. high quality. Scar, high value, mm -hmm. low quality. Yeah. So that's where for You've me. You've been meeting a lot of scars, huh? I, I wouldn't even say they had, or, you know, high value because I almost broke the freaking parking meter skating behind me, you know? So, I mean, I have just been very open-minded. Why did you just get up? The moment he said that my sister is basically paying for this part of the date, that would that should have been your key to exit stage left. Well, um... I, because how long so how long did it take to put this date together? Was it like quickly? Was it like two weeks? Was it like three weeks? Because he could have yeah, said. Yeah, I, I met him. I met him at a party, and you know, he found me on Instagram, and I, I already kind of felt like it was a red flag because I like in-person encounters. So when you saw me in person, you, you didn't ask, say anything. You should. Well, no, he introduced himself, okay. but he didn't get my number. Right. So okay. there's like certain things that I'm just kind of more old-fashioned about. So why would you go the digital route when you have me right in front of you and you could have made more of a lasting impression? That was like my first already right. like eh, kind of weird. But um, how long did it take? What? What was the question again? Yeah. How long did it take you? Like, like I said, I'm saying to set this date up. Oh, uh, no, like, it, yeah, it was just maybe like a few days. I mean, okay. it, it was pretty quick, but I, well, I, told, I, mean, I, told, well, no I told myself, well, I told myself that, well, Brittany, if it's not about the money. Yeah, but it, no, 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 no. I just, I, I just I wanted to try. I, again, I Brit, like to try Brittany, the buffet of Brittany, life. Brittany, having enough money for a common date, I'm not saying the guy got to be worth 30 mil, but a dude got to be able to have enough money for a common date. Now, come on now. I don't think you're. I don't think any woman is asking. Now I'm not saying we can go to Mastros or we can go to Catch or some place like that. But for a, a, to go bowling and to pay for parking, I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think that's asking too much. No, it's not. But that's where because what I what I don't want people to take away from this is that I'm blaming men because what I do is any experience I have and it's it's unfavorable. I don't like it. I go inward and figure out what part of me, what part of my belief system aligns with 
skating through the parking meter. What part of me aligns to someone who would ghost me on a date? Mm -hmm. So I go back inward and, and do the work to understand so I no longer have these below average experiences with men. So it's, it's still a reflection of parts of me that needs to be addressed. So yeah, I'm still learning the dating stuff is it's very challenging to navigate, especially having such a heavy presence online, right. good, bad, or indifferent. It's, it's very difficult because a lot of guys will look at you as trophy. Other guys will look at you as just like a, a good time, a hundred million or a hundred dollars. You know, it's, it's hard because I do social media is my life has been my life. And especially with being on basketball wives now, I'm very curious to see who comes out of the woodwork and what's really genuine. I still have to filter through all these things that the average person has to, but now you're adding all these factors that what, it's a billion dollar question. Why do you think it's so hard? Why, why do you think relationships are so hard for either one? I don't want to say men are more faithful or, or mean more unfaithful, women are more unfaithful, but why do you think it's so hard to remain faithful in a relationship? Oh, remain faithful? Yeah. I don't think it's hard. I think it's a lifestyle choice. Just like a lot of people are like, if he wants to, he will. Just like, you know, if you know you actually went to the gym, like you said you would on January 1st. Yeah. yeah if you wanted to, you would. It's just a lifestyle choice. And I, I don't know what it's like to be a man. I would love to be a man for a day and see these biological things that are making me want to just stick my dick in everything. I would love to see if that stands true. But I really think it's aligning with someone who has the same beliefs as you. I don't understand how people are unfaithful because the only thing that can quench lust is love. So how, why people are out moving around and having casual sex with people is really beyond me, especially when you have someone who gives a damn about you. I would never understand that. I told you first and last time I cheated was when I was 16 years old. I can't relate. I think loyalty is actually the easiest part. You know, people find that very hard to believe because what? of the, the number of men that you said you've slept with yeah. and, 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 I guess just they look at you and who you are to like, man, she full of it. But I mean, I, I have no reason to believe that you're lying to me, but I'm saying you can understand that people look at you. I mean, you know, per perception is, is people's truth, although it's not reality. A person's perception yeah. is their reality. You agree, right? No. Why would I agree that perception is reality? No, perception is their reality. Uh, some people's reality. Yes, yes, yes. No, I, that's fine. I'm not, to, to think that I, would be give a damn what people no think. no because that's that's a typical answer <laughs> telling the truth is way more wild than lying and for me to lie to you that means i have to fear you i don't fear anything right when it comes to death whatever today is a good a day as ever wow so would, why would i lie i don't live my life like that would you ever date publicly again of course i don't know what that what the vetting process looks like. I don't know what that guy is like. I don't know. That's why it's like I consider and say, I'll never date an athlete. I'll never do this. I'll never do that. You're going to date an athlete. The no, next it's, it's not even that. The next that guy you date is going to be an athlete. Why would you wish that on me? I, I ain't wishing because that's what you, you can't, you're the moth. He's the flame. You no. know, he can't help. You oh, can't please. help it. You, you can't think I'm it. the moth? You can't help it. Okay. He's the moth. You're the flame. It that's doesn't matter. It does. It does. I'm shining by myself. That moth is zing, zing, every time. See? But I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. You said, I know how it feels to be desired by men, but not valued by one. Mm. No longer am I drinking it away, eating it away, sleeping it away, effing it away. I'm sitting in my own ish. Mm -hmm. 
when you said, I know what it's like to be desired, but not to be valued. Mm -hmm. They want this, but they don't value that. They don't value what's outside of the vagina. That's what they don't value. They don't care because they don't see me in a wife category. It's wife, everything else. That's not my responsibility to try to control how I'm perceived or how people see me. Because at the end of the day, I could paint you a pretty picture, but what's the reality? Who am I behind closed doors? Right. There are plenty of girls that were getting slutted out when they were at Kentucky, you know, sucking all types of on the steps. I know that because I've been told stories, but it's like, that's just not public. But that's more considered more of a wife because it's not public. So right. I don't know, I just feel you gotta find someone's truth that you accept. <laughs> you just Bing. are you gonna sign are you willing to sign a prenup? Absolutely. What you that? won't do, do for love. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely would sign a prenup. Baby, hey, whatever whatever gonna make you feel better. Yeah. I'm I'm ready for my husband, not my cousin. Is it did you date Kevin Samuel? Y'all were just cool. Yeah, we were cool. We just did content together. Right. I, I did an interview, but you know. He God, God bless some, the Godfather. He made rest his soul. He yeah. made some good points though. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. He we had a really he was somebody that when I would have conversations with him, it was really hard to talk to him sometimes. Even the last conversation we had, it was ugh, it's like a little jagged pill. God. When did you write that book? 2018. October 2018. 2018. Because so, at the time, they said you slept with 24 men, 11 athletes, five entertainers. Eight regular guys. Now you up to thirty five. Mm -hmm. I keep a list in my phone. Why is that a lot? I, 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 was, that was a whistle. No, I'm just was like, a whistle. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you said athletes don't use condom. But, but so ten guys was was that? So you nine you guys in? No, eleven. You had, eleven. You had 11, eleven guys in, in five, five years. years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, is there is there is there bad. is there a number you trying to get half a hundred? I mean, you what you going for? How are you gonna ask me if I'm trying to get half a hundred when I've been sitting here talking to you for almost two goddamn hours? You don't got so no idea who so, I am. So 36. So 36 and that's it. Or are you looking to go back? Would you be willing to go back and get one of those 36 and make it's it 35? 35. Don't add a body. It... Hey, don't add a body. Okay. Unless you're trying to add a buddy. So 36 will <laughs> don't be. Don't worry about. Listen, listen. 30... Don't worry about it. 36... Unless you're worried about it. Would any of those guys that you previously have slept with? Would you be willing to, would you husband them? Mm, I've given some second chances and it just reiterates why I don't give second chances. I don't, don't think that I've, I don't believe that I've have, uh, met my guy. You don't believe you met him? I thought I did. A couple times, man. Are you willing to date outside your race? <laughs> I can't do paint meat, child. <laughs> <laughs> it should scarred me. <gasps> eh, this is gonna sound kind of fucked up, but I just don't see myself respecting anyone that's not black. Why? The man who's supposed to lead me is black. I know that. Leading is the easy part. Following is what's hard. The man that is meant to cherish me and love me and be there for me and that was designed for me. It, energetically at this moment again it could change could never say never black let's just, talk about okay basketball wives you're on another another season of that well what? this is my first season this is your first season it's my okay. first time i don't get to say that often 
Granny, I'm sorry. This is not the life I really chose for myself, but hey, here we are, Granny. <laughs> what about Basketball Wives? Basketball Wives season 11. Yes. What yeah. can we expect? <laughs> Shut It was the most... Ooh, come on, choose the adjective wisely. What's a positive one? It was an experience right. that I will never forget. You like it? <laughs> like. Like. <laughs> Season 12, you down? <laughs> A lot of things have changed for me, but uh, I'm going to keep an open mind. A lot of things have changed, but I'm keep an open mind. You do realize that anytime someone see you with someone publicly, they automatically jump to the conclusion. You know that, right? So like me and you then? I did an interview, uh, like Shaq. What about it? I'm saying people saw you out and she was Shaq. Or if I, I can assure you, if someone would have, if we, let's just say we out at some restaurant. Me and you. You and I, what you think? Even if we talk- After this. Even, even if we just having a conversation, you're somewhere, I'm with my boys, I, and, I, and they see, man, Shannon, you know it's gonna be a thing. So you know what comes along with Brittany Renner. You know that anybody that you talk to, there's going to be accusation, innuendos, mm -hmm. conjecture about what's happening. Okay. You don't, I mean, the, the, I mean, you okay with that? I mean, People are, are entitled to their opinions. If I want to go out for dinner, I'm going to go for dinner. I'm just saying, but don't you want to just like be able to go somewhere and people not automatically assume? Hell no. I wouldn't trade this life for nothing because I get to skip the line figuratively and literally. So you have to accept the good with the bad. You can't say, hey, I want all these brand deals. I want to be famous. I want to be on TV. But don't take a picture of me when I'm leaving. Don't take a picture of me if I'm out eating. Grow up. It's hot up under these lights. Okay, not everybody can handle it, but for me, I mean, I love, I love being in front of a camera. I love, I really had a great time filming for Basketball Wives. Right. It just felt so natural, but this is just a part of me. This is what I like to do, so I'm built for it. I don't, I don't look at that as whatever. They're allowed to think what they want. People are already going to assume that. I mean, I don't really believe in like male-female friendships, anyways. I'm not a, I don't have a. A man that. can't be a friend. Can't have a it, girlfriend. It ain't, Y'all, I'll be so, so. I'm just saying, I personally do not have male friends. The only male friend that I have, his name is Jerry, and he's a family friend of ours. Like, his baby mama is my mom's baby daddy's sister. Like, it's right. family. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? So, right. that's the only male friend that I have. Right. That's family. I know I don't. Male friend, are male friends replacement? No, I just think that there's always. Uh, for me, my experience, there's just always that lingering undertone, yeah. and, and then, that's how everything starts as friendship. So it's like, it ain't much to just do a hop, skip, and a jump, and then now, oop, you done fell in the pussy. Like, how do we get here? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have male friends. I'm good. So, for the person that's never seen Britney Renner, oh my God, heard Britney Renner's story, person sitting right down here for the very first time. In one minute, explain him as best as you can. Explain to them, male or female. About Brit myself. About Brittany Renner. It's it's a lot shorter than a minute. Give me 30 seconds then. I am extremely unpredictable. Every minute, every second, every hour, I wake up 
Sometimes I change my wig. I want to be somebody different. You don't know what you're going to get with me. I'm like a box of chocolates. You don't know what you're going to get. Right? That's what if people don't like chocolates? Can I get a B of something? Can I get something well, else? Well, nobody motherfucking asked that you like chocolates. <laughs> Stop making it so goddamn personalized to your No, I'm just saying chocolate. No, I'm just saying. I'm talking to, I'm not talking, I'm talking to this guy. Okay. Whatever his name is. Okay. Or her. Raekwon. They, because you know pronouns. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm just very unpredictable. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to do. Right. I follow my heart. That is what I stand by. And I believe that I'm going to tell the truth and get all the things that my heart desires. And the world is going to have to bear witness and eat their words. Is that... Is that what it's about? Because it, because so many people are saying she's never going to find someone to marry her with her track record, with her mm. background. You really want... Is that, is that, I, mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, as I sit here and, you know, we've had a great conversation, mm -hmm. but I do believe that as we sit here, you truly want to find love. But true love or to say, I have... No, because that's just childish. For me, it's the real thing or nothing at all. Mm -hmm. It's not what looks good on paper. It's not because we take pretty pictures together. It's the real thing or nothing at all. Mm -hmm. The only flex is devotion. I don't care what you have me up in. You got all your bitches on the side. The only flex is devotion. What do I look like being on the arm of a man who is still entertaining bitches when you are supposed to be my husband? Well, he already heard you say you've done a threesome, so it ain't a far stretch to say you cool with it. That's fine. He's allowed to think whatever he wants, but where I'm at today and, and where you were then and different. where I was then, I haven't munched on. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. You have to have the beat button Listen. going. Beep, beep, hey, beep, beep. I ain't munched on since 2015. So if you think you're getting a threesome out of me in 2023, king of wishful thinking, you know, that's fine. But I really cannot control what people are going to think and what they think they're going to do. And, and how they are, think they're gonna treat me. I can only stand in my power and show you what it is. Because I can show you rather than tell you. So, yeah, I'm not here to, to sway all these people and please understand me, please get me. If you don't get it, you ain't meant to. Move along. Thank you for coming Thank on Club you. Shay Shay. So. And as you said, living in your ish, sharing your story, continue success. Brittany Nicole Brooke. Absolutely. Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay. Club Shay Shay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> there you go. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Wanna slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Pee Wee Championship game. 
a trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.